0: All right, Edinson Cavani, you are next up on this drill, mate. Just take one touch and then try and find the back of the... That's not a great touch, mate. morning slash afternoon slash evening, my Gs, and welcome back to the long-awaited return of football this week. It feels like it's been weeks. That's because it has been, to be fair, so that's probably the reason for that. Sincerest apologies. I think we've missed two episodes of FTW. I've been away, as I explained last time. I didn't want to miss two, but when I came back, as I explained on Insta, if you follow me over there, by the time I'd come back, the Premier League season was about to start, and it didn't really seem to make much sense just making one before the games and then missing everything that would be in this episode traditionally. So instead, we've waited. Football this week is back and football is back as well. The Barclays Premier League has returned and therefore all is good in life once again. Not gonna lie, lads. Hearing the match of the day music again made me tingly everywhere. Now, if I ever go missing again and for some reason football this week is not about, then you can get your football taking fix from Elliot Hackney. His link will be down in the description below. He also does videos like this. So when my inconsistency inevitably strikes again, you know what to do. Would highly recommend. I can't lie to you all. Now back to the task in hand. The Premier League is back. I'm sure, you know, it's going to be a calm, quiet start to the season as teams start to acclimatise to being back to domestic football. Right, so how's this happen then? On the first game of the Premier League season, Manchester United beat Chelsea 4-0. Chelsea lost 4-0. For the first time since 2000, they find themselves in the relegation zone after a brace from Marcus Rashford, a goal from Anthony Martial and debutant Daniel James off the bench. Defensively, they literally played like Danos had come down and snapped half of them out of existence. Keeping Manchester United out was always going to be hopeless. They had about as much chance as a Parisian trying to get on a train filled with their fans. <coughs> That's a controversial one. It's fair to say it was a pretty bad debut as manager for Frank Lampard. I assume He'll be getting sent back to the championship with immediate effect. Chelsea weren't even that bad. Let's not beat around the bush, but the starting 11 did not help them out. Speaking of which, there's a comparison between this game and United's lineup and Chelsea's to one from like 2005. One of the lineups looks absolutely elite, the other looks like two teams from the Interpub 7th Division Southwest. Daniel James coming off the bench to score on his debut was extremely heartwarming, especially after his father passed away in a time in which he was signing for the club. Mason Greenwood also made an appearance as a youngster. I'm sure the lads he used to hang about with will be extremely proud of him. On a level right, all the, the, like, forget about the ones on the right. What is this Don on the left-hand side? He looks like he's gonna beat you up and then compliment you on your shoes afterwards. Iconor, yeah, if I see you on road, fam, swear I'll open that skull. All right, I love Skull busage as much as the next guy, but I actually have to go meet my dad at Waitrose, so... Sky Sports actually invited Jose Mourinho into the studio as a pundit for the game, given he was the ex-manager of both sides. To be honest, this is probably the best I've seen Manchester United play whilst he was at Old Trafford. Man City, much like Manchester United, also ground out a win against mid-table opposition. Definitely not getting any new Chelsea subscribers today. They beat West Ham 5-0 with a hat-trick coming from Raheem Stern. Definitely not bitter at the fact I didn't put him in my fantasy football team. We don't need to talk about it. Quite frankly, this game was a step too far. You could argue it was completely varsical because, like, VA, for just £3 a month, you can donate good jokes to Niran. <laughs> Now, there was plenty of times in which VAR was used, but I think the main controversy came when Man City were, I think, 2-0 up at the time. Raheem Sterling scores what seems to be a legitimate goal until he goes to VAR and he's pretty much an air molecule offside. Now, that's calm to me because, in my opinion, you're either onside or you're offside. So, in this case, he was, like, offside no matter how small the distance is. The problem that I have is, where does the arm and the shoulder start? No one knows where that is. And on top of that, if you're going to have VAR constantly, eventually you're going to get to a point where fans aren't even celebrating goals anymore, because there's a 50-50 chance it might not even count. Elsewhere, Arsenal beat Newcastle 1-0. It's no real surprise they had an airbender in the side in the form of Mikatarian. I think honestly the most shocking thing about this game is that Newcastle manager Steve Bruce provided the most elaborate touch of the whole thing. Just seeing someone like him do that touch, it's like, it's just weird. It's like watching a flipping pro club avatar or something. Oh, Henrik, no, not like that avatar, not the air, but for God's sake, man, just sort your hair out. Last year's runners-up, Liverpool also won in their first game of the season. We beat Norwich 4-1 thanks to an own goal, a goal from Mohamed Salah, Virgil van Dijk, and also one from Divock Origi. At some point during this week though, is what I feel was way more important than that game. Mohamed Salah, whilst driving his car, was being chased by a young fan because he'd seen Salah was driving the car and he wanted a picture or something. Whilst chasing after the car, the kid ran into a lamppost and Mohammed Salah stopped to get a picture with him. It just looks like he just doesn't want to be there at all, the poor kid. Um, Mr. Solar, I hate to trouble you, but I probably should go to hospital right now. Listen, kid, you've caused me enough issues. We're getting this picture. Mr. Solar. I-, I can't feel my nose. Just your stock standard banner here at the Leicester game. Hang on a second. I swear there's a hole in it. Mavis is getting that perfect view, regardless of the cost. But it's not just English football that's back. The Scottish leagues have returned as well. And you know what that means? A brilliant showing of quality, ability, tactical awareness. A <laughs> used absolutely majestic also is there any reason why one of the halves on this pitch was made in 2019 and the others from 1926 was the groundsman sacked halfway through or something meanwhile an ipswich's league one game with sunderland a newcastle fan turned up in a newcastle shirt (laughs) if that's not deserving of a housery award i've got no idea what is i don't get why he's being escorted out though this is a freak country. Get this man some justice. You all know him, Kieran Tierney just signed for Arsenal. But the question is, what did Kieran see? The question is, what exactly is making Kieran Tierney look so shocked? Is it A, the defensive backline he's actually gonna have to play with during the course of this season? Is it B the fact Squadron Mustafi still plays for Arsenal? Or is it C, Henrik Mikatarian's hairline? I'm sorry. I just listen, look at it. No. Right, well that's going straight to VAR. So just before the Premier League season started, Wolves had a Europa League qualifier against an Armenian side called FC Punic. Now that's all well and good, this is obviously one of the first times, if not the first time Wolves have been in European competition. The problem is that away day was over 6,000 miles away, so because of the distance, the round trip and how expensive it would be, only 47 Wolves fans made the trip. Wolves's away attendance was 47. There's year eight classes bigger than that. But now, boys and girls, it's time for the FNG transfer roundup. Our first story is that the transfer window is over, and that is the end of the FNG transfer roundup. It was a busy deadline day across the country. Arsenal managed to bring in David Luiz from London rivals Chelsea. It provoked all manner of disgusting crimes across the city. Yeah, We can get, yes, SW6 about to be swapped for M7 by David Luis. as I say, looming large this trance." After that vicious attack, citizens are advised to stay indoors. There was drama at West Ham after this announcement about Andy Carroll. Listen, I know he's injury-prone, but for crying out loud. Lauren Koscielny caused quite a stir with his announcement after signing for Bordeaux. Three, two, one. ignition sequence starts. The disrespect here is on another level. It's fair to say fan reaction was pretty negative from an Arsenal perspective. But finally, and most importantly, new Newcastle recruit that make that doesn't sound right. The latest Newcastle recruit, Alan Son Maximin, has transferred his Gucci headband for a new Slazenger one that is potentially the biggest downgrade I have ever seen. Don't worry, Alan. People in the north know what Gucci is as well. It's okay. But that is is it i guess i'll see you in the january transfer with what hang on i won't i won't see them in the what do you mean i've not got a job anymore but i've got a family to feed you can't do this to me football mascot a lovable entertaining key fixture of a football club it's important to have a mascot that represents the club's dynamic its beliefs and also its identity it's a pie they've got Wigan have got a mascot that is a pie what is this series anymore But now slightly later than build it is time for still nil nil and by now you guys all know what this is about it is the sunday league section of this series where we go around the roughest toughest green parks in the country and take a look at some good old disgusting sunday league shenanigans now we start off with what seems like a very normal sunday league game (laughs) But wait, hang on a second. That wasn't a referee's whistle. Yep, yeah, that isn't a referee's whistle. The referee forgot his whistle. And instead, you are not, I just can't believe I'm about to say this. Instead of using a whistle, which he left at home, the referee in this Sunday league game is using a harmonica to decide whether something is a foul. How can you take him seriously in this football match when whenever you're being pulled back for something, he just gives a quick blow on a harmonica? Could you imagine if a fight broke out? You'd be getting a whole jazz verse in response. Yet somehow, this isn't even the worst thing to happen in amateur football because B-Dale FC have released their home kit and it has mashed potatoes, sausages and peas on it. How do I even explain that? They've genuinely released a kit with a main course meal on the front of it. I don't know why. I am not even confident as to the reason. Behind this, I don't know whether the sponsor is a company that distributes one of these things, but it may well be the worst kit in human history. This is even worse than the Huddersfield one from before. For God's sake, you did all the hard work, mate. There's been a red card down at the game at Ebb's Fleet United. It's for King, so that's Jack King off. Wait, no. Jack, hang on a second. Now for the most satisfying clip of this entire series so far. You're all absolutely terrible. And finally, there was controversy in Bolivia after a referee gave a late, late penalty due to VAR. Now, the small problem within this story is that there is no VAR in Bolivian football. In literally the 94th minute of the game, the referee signaled for VAR, went to the touchline and spoke to the official and then had something in his ear and then gave the penalty. So quite rightfully, all the players went mental There was riot police on the scene. How as a referee do you forget that your league doesn't have VAR? Surely that's a pretty fundamental thing you speak about before the season starts. Now, lads, just to check that you've got the rules correct. What is it that we don't have this year? There's no VAR. Yeah, pretty much what he said, really. I'm pretty sure there is VAR, no, 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 listen. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for football this week, and I hope you have enjoyed. Once again, I apologise that it has been a couple of weeks between this one and the last one. We should be back to a weekly format from here on in. Thanks, everyone, for the patience. You might have noticed this episode's been a bit longer. That's to try and make up for the fact that I've been missing some. And also, because of that, there's been loads of news to talk about. If you enjoyed this episode, though, slap a like on it and subscribe if you are new to the channel. You can also follow me on social media here. it's at the official fng on twitter and on insta but it's been a pleasure ranting at you guys today have a great day enjoy yourselves and Thanks. goodbye